welcome back to the Tea Time Podcast. I am, well, we are so excited for you to be joining us this week. We hope you guys are having a fantastic Tuesday or whenever you are listening to this. Um, Today we're chatting about all things loneliness and FOMO. So kind of an emo episode, but... (laughs) hopefully a relatable one yeah well we were like these people are probably sick of hearing us just like joke around all the time maybe they actually want to hear about something more serious we wanted to mix it up because I feel like we do a lot of fun episodes which is great because that's what we like to record but we also want to change it up and be able to give our perspective on different things because we want other people to be able to relate and not feel alone in certain situations so um, we decided to talk a little bit about FOMO so you can FOMO no mo, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that should be the um, podcast episode is FOMO no mo. FOMO no mo or no mo FOMO. No mo FOMO. Well, I love that. But before we get emo, um, let's catch up. What has your week been like? Anything fun happening? Um, no, nothing really. I'm trying to think. What did I do this last weekend? I went to Dan's brother's wedding, so that was super fun. Um, we did that. Um, and then this week I've just been working. I've been folding t-shirts at work. We have a big serve week coming up. So I've been just folding shirts and listening to podcasts while I do that or watching shows or whatever. So I actually watched The Bachelor while I was folding shirts, which we can get into in a second. We wanted to give our two cents that nobody asked for on The Bachelor, but um, just kind of boring this week. Um, Nothing too crazy. No real house updates. Supposedly all the things have been fixed, so we're able to move on. But I have to go back myself and look because I don't trust everyone. So well, it's good to see it for so. yourself. Oh, it's yeah, good to absolutely. see it, like have your own eyes on it. So, But other than that, nothing really too crazy. I've been I'm trying to think. I need to start writing these things down when I do stuff. But I'm like, I literally have not done that much. This weekend, I have to go to an event with Dan on Saturday in the evening for his work. So we're going to be doing that. Um, but yeah, nothing crazy. What about you? Nothing crazy either. I think the peak of my week was actually on Tuesday, which is so funny because it's like such a random day of the week. Um, <laughs> but Liam and I had tickets to the Pacers game. We went to, we went with a couple of our friends. He works um, in the mayor's office. Governor? Hold on. The governor. You might okay. He works in the governor's office and um they like rotate tickets and um so he was able to grab tickets for the Pacers versus the Denver Nuggets and it was actually a really good game and I was totally not expecting for us to get to have like seats, like good mm-hmm. seats, and these were insane seats. Like um they were That's club awesome access seats so we were able to have access to one of the club levels that had like food drinks and then we were able to have like really close seats to the court which was so nice um I am the type of person where I if I like to like spend if I'm gonna go to an event like that I would much rather like spend the money like the extra money to like sit in a seat where I can actually see see things happening luckily and thankfully 
um, Hamilton was able to provide us with these tickets for free. We love that. Um, but it was just, it was so fun. It was such like a hype crowd for the night. Um, and then we went to Nada before, which is like a Mexican, uh, food place. And it was so delicious. And the interior of the restaurant was so beautiful. Um, so definitely want to go back again, but it was just like such a nice little weekday, um, like rendezvous. And I feel like I used to be really good at like romanticizing the work week and doing things throughout the week. I mean, I'm better at it during the summertime because it's just easier. But during the wintertime, right. it's definitely harder because of like the weather and it's gross it out. And I don't want to so go out. Early. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, it's 5 p.m. and it's pitch back. I pitch pitch black. I need to go bed. Go to bed. I cannot speak. Go to bed. <laughs> but yeah, it no, was really nice way. to like get out and actually do something. And it was like a nice break in the week. So that yeah. was pretty much like the peak of what we did. I took my car in for car maintenance because um one thing about me is that I literally <laughs> hate taking my car into oh, I think that's every girl shop. I get so much anxiety about it because a I'm it's like I get health anxiety I'm like oh my god they're gonna tell me my car is like Dunzo, I'm gonna have to put it to bed or put it in the gra- in the junk graveyard or whatever they call it. Yeah. Um. But I knew it wasn't gonna be like that. But for some reason, that's where my head went. I have um, I've been going without heat in my car for quite some time. Oh and this last week, when it was negative seven degrees, was the last draw. I was like, okay, Gabby, like you yeah, need to suck it up, you. put your big girl pants on, and actually put it, take it to the shop. And the guys were right. so nice. And I was telling Adrian, I was like uh why is labor so expensive like I get it but it's like insane I didn't realize it is the ratio of how expensive it was he told me that the part that I needed was $92 and the total was going to be like 350 I was like yeah literally shook to my core I'm like amazing but oh well I picked it up this morning and I was literally sweating in my car with the heat on and I haven't felt like that um and quite sometimes so it was nice but other than that a pretty chill week which was really good but another highlight of the week was monday the bachelor <laughs> so let's let's chat about the bachelor because i feel like that's so timely and for me i haven't watched the bachelor in like four years since you moved away the last bachelor i saw was yeah. with you um, which I don't remember whose season that was. Whose season was that? Do you uh, remember? I don't remember. Maybe it was a Bachelorette. I think it was Matt James. <gasps> yes, it was Matt James. That was that was the last season I watched. And then, um, yeah, I, I haven't watched since. But I kept seeing like Joey hype videos on TikTok, yeah. and I was like, oh my gosh, he looks like such a sweet baby angel. And, um. I was like, okay, maybe I maybe I have to watch. It looks really good. Yeah, so I have been watching The Bachelor. I didn't watch, like, right after Matt James season for a little bit. I kind of stopped for a season or two. I didn't really watch. But then I ended up watching the end of Clayton's season because it was just such a dumpster fire that <laughs> I just, like, was like, what is happening? And then I kind of started watching it again after that. 
Um, I would watch, like, when I first moved here, I, um, some friends invited me to, like, come over and watch The Bachelor with them, so I would watch with them, and then I started watching, like, at home and stuff the past couple seasons. I wouldn't say I, like, religiously watched it. I would, like, oh my gosh, my stomach is growling. I am hungry. (laughs) The microphone's probably gonna figure that out. But I would, um, I would watch, like, parts of seasons and whatever, so... Um, I have kind of been watching it and I did watch a little bit of charity season last and I did, I didn't watch the full season, but I did really like Joey. So I was excited when I saw that he was the bachelor. Um, I haven't, I didn't watch the golden bachelor. I didn't watch bachelor in paradise, but, um, when I saw that Joey was the bachelor, I'm like, okay, I actually need to watch this season. And at first I was like, I don't know if I can make it work because like, I feel just overwhelmed by like too much content that I'm trying to consume. Like I'm trying to watch Vampire Diaries. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to like finish all these books. I want to read new books. I want to read like different things and I want to watch like different shows. So I was like feeling overwhelmed because with the bachelor, I feel like if you don't watch it live, it's really easy to fall behind, which is what happened to me in charity season. So I watched the first several episodes and then I went out of town. That was when I went to Cuba for a while and I just had a really busy summer and I was out of, I was out of town a lot. And so I fell behind and then I never caught back up. And so it kind of overwhelms me, but I think like the winter season is better to watch The Bachelor because you don't have I as much agree. going on. Summer is really hard, which is why Bachelor in Paradise is usually, I feel like, in the summertime, but it was in the like fall and winter and it was just a lot. So, but yeah, I, and then like Gabby and I were talking and she was like, I think I'm going to watch The Bachelor, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, well, maybe, like, if I can watch it. And then when I was folding shirts, I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch The Bachelor right now and then we can discuss it. So, Um, Yeah, it's been one night. We've only seen the first episode. Um, At the time this comes out, the second episode will have just aired last night, but we haven't seen it yet. So what are your thoughts on the first episode? Like, thoughts on Joey this far, the girls, all that. Okay, so I love Joey. Like, from what I can tell, I can tell that his intentions are pure, that he is a very um, well-spoken man and I feel like he has a good head on his shoulders and he's in it for Mm -hmm. the right reasons where I feel like in some cases it's not always the case um and I feel like there's the group of girls um I won't lie are kind of interesting to me I know I was like there's a lot of crazy girls on this season I think there are a lot of crazy girls and also I forgot how many women there are like there were oh and when, i think they said this was um the most women there's ever been on a okay season. good because 32 were, i think when they all came in um before the rose ceremony i was like they literally can't even fit all of them in the freaking frame like that is no, so many can't. um so i'm interested to see how that goes but i i did i was kind of confused about the card i had saw something on tiktok so it I was able to like connect the dots, but I hadn't watched the um after the row ceremony episode when Joey was announced bachelor and Leah was there. I didn't either. Um so I was like very confused about this letter situation and I'm kind of confused as to I mean I I get it. They just kind of want to, you know, stir the pot. Right. Um but they they <laughs> they gave it to the wrong girl because yeah. and I applaud she her for that. She did not want to No. Or, no. <laughs> <laughs> she did not want to like spoil someone's else's date, which when I said spoil, that reminded yeah. me. Yeah. Spoiler alerts, FYI, if you haven't watched. 
maybe skip a few. Yes, yes. Skip forward a few minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was, I was very surprised that she had the courage to be like, I don't want this. Like, I, I don't want to play like God or like manipulate the situation. Like, basically, Mm -hmm. if it's meant to be, it will be. And I. That was why she is one of my favorites because I respect that. I feel like yeah. there's a lot of women in that room that would have taken that card and would have used like, it. Well, y- yeah, several it. of them did say that they wouldn't yeah. use it. And they were like, give it to me. I'll take it. I'll use it. Yeah. And I get Which, it. Like, I get it because you're like all man for himself. So I think that even makes it like, I have a better perspective on Leah because she knows that it's like that, mm-hmm. yet she is not taking the advantage or the step up, right. and she's willingly giving that up for that. But yeah. in the long run, I mean, it worked out for her because she got the first It did. She got the first impression, Rose. Yeah. I really liked her, and I still really like her, and I was like, oh, wow, like, what a good thing to do. But at first, I was – I, like – understood and whatever but then she kept crying i was like girl you're being so dramatic which i get the tensions are high so i don't know how i would feel in that situation but i was like she just kept crying she was being like so like overwhelmed by it which yeah again i get because there's so many women there's a lot happening you don't want to target on your back but i was just like it's okay you can just take a breath like it's not (laughs) i did see that 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 was like one of the biggest comments that i saw on tiktok was that she like couldn't control herself which like i I like understand both perspectives where I'm like, I think part of it was because she's probably she was probably so overwhelmed with everything. Yeah. And also that is shot literally in the middle of the night. So she is probably yeah. exhausted too. But also it's like, what is happening? Yeah, my only concern with it was and I don't think that this is how she is, but it just makes me worry that I'm like, are you being authentic? Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you just putting on a show? But I don't know. I'd be interested to see how the season plays out. But I don't think that. I think she did seem genuine. But the only reason I was, like, a little skeptical was because she was just so overwhelmed, like, so emotional over it. But, again, that could just be because of, like, the situation and all the women. And it's probably a very overwhelming situation. So I don't want to, like, assume that straight out the get-go because I did really like her. Um, like throughout the rest of the episode and I thought she seemed really sweet so I don't want to just like jump to conclusions yeah. but I could see if it were someone else maybe like that would have been like a show or whatever but I'll be interested to see how things go from there yeah that's definitely an interesting take and I can see how like someone would could do that in a conniving way I feel like it wasn't just because of like the conversation mm-hmm. that she had with Joey it just seemed like very authentic Um, and very, like, raw and real, but I can also see how, like, someone could take that and, like, twist it and be like, well, if I did this, then I could get that or portray them in a better light, whatever it may be. Um, but who is your favorite? Um, I don't know if I can say a safe, like, favorite pick yet i i have a hard time like picking right out the get-go i do really like daisy gabby and i were talking about this the other day i really like daisy i think she seems really sweet 
And then I was just telling Gabby as well that she seems very sweet, but I like to, I want to see her like personality more. And I feel like that's how I am with like a lot of the girls. You don't really get to see a lot based off of the first episode. Mm -hmm. So I was telling her, I was like, I want to see like more her personality, how her and Joey interact because I didn't feel like there was a lot of that. So I didn't want to like say her as my favorite yet, but she's definitely in my top. And I said before, like when I was watching it, um, I was folding shirts to one of my coworkers. I was like... I hope he ends up with, like, a sweet girl. He better not yeah. pick, like, a drama girl. Like, he seems like a sweet guy. He seems mm-hmm. like he needs to be, like, with a sweet girl. And then I actually went on her TikTok, and I was, like, stalking her TikTok, and I felt like I got to see more of her in, like, her natural environment and, like, talking, and I liked her even more. So I would say Daisy's probably definitely in my top, but I, w- I do still want to, like, watch a little bit more so I can really be certain of that. I feel like it's hard to pick a favorite yeah. right out the gate. I totally agree. And Daisy is definitely my favorite. She is, I just feel like she embodies what a wife is, which Mm -hmm. is sometimes really hard to, I feel like, come by. I don't know. That sounds really bad. But like, (laughs) I don't know. I feel like she just is, she just looks like a wife. And, um, but the, uh, speaking of personality, is so funny because Adrian and I were talking about this girl and we and um both of us were unsure about Maria and then we ended up really liking her. We were talking to a couple of our friends um and about The Bachelor and we were like, Have you watched it yet? And this one of our friends was like, um Yes, and we were talking about like our our other like our favorites and stuff and she said that she didn't like Maria and she was like I'm so worried for you guys that you like her but I just feel like she is un unapologetically herself which yeah I appreciate yeah no same I at first uh, when she first started talking to Joey I was like I do not like this girl like at first and she was just, like, a lot. And, like, when she was saying, I'm not going to kiss him, da 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 And then yeah, yeah, she yeah. went in there. And then she was, like, he said his favorite movie. And he she, like, bashed him for it. He said, remember the Titans, which is a good movie, by the way. So funny that she bashed him. And she was, like, really? And then he was, like, when he stood up for himself and was, like, it's okay. We can all have, like, our own opinions. Like, we don't need to have <laughs> yeah. the same opinion. And then she was like, he was like, what's yours? And she said the wedding singer. And he was like, are you serious? Like you're bashing me for the, remember the Titans? And so I liked that because I got to see like more banter with him. Mm -hmm. I felt like if it were like, I feel like he's sweet. And so that's why I wasn't sure how he would take that. But seeing him like be able to like stand his ground and not like fold and be like, oh, you know, like how I think some maybe bachelors in the past would do. Yeah. I.e. Pilot Pete. Um, <laughs> no, no, Pilot Pete. I can't, couldn't stand him. Anyways, he just let all the girls walk all over him. But yeah, it like made me kind of like her more because I could see that it was like more in fun, if that makes sense. And then like when he went in to kiss her kind of and she just kind of looked at him and she kind of like raised her eyebrows. <laughs> and then they like she wasn't going to give him the satisfaction at first, which I, that made me like her. Um, but then... At the end, Gabby was um, saying how she liked her because of, like, the whole, like, in interaction when he was trying to give her the rose. Yeah. And it was just, like, so awkward and it was just funny. 
So I definitely yeah. really like her. I agree. I feel like she is unapologetically herself. I'll be interested to see how the season plays out and if she is part of the drama because I could see her being mm-hmm. part of the drama. Um, and it kind of seemed like it almost from the preview for the season. So I don't know. Sometimes I like the villain and sometimes I want them kicked off. So I feel like right the now, villain is also not the right person for them, but you can still like them. If yes. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like right now, I like, I don't think, I don't think Maria is the villain. I think she gets wrapped up. This is my like prediction that she's not the villain, but she gets wrapped up in like all of the drama, um, yeah. which like, is unfortunate, but I do think the villain is gonna be Taylor and Jess. Yeah, I could see that. Because Taylor see that. was giving that's her name, right? Yeah. She was giving mean girl energy. She was. And same was Jess and like the the girl that was inter- that interrupted her time with Joey. And I feel like Jess kind of is the is the villain. Jess is just but annoying. she's like also that person where she's like i'm not the villain yeah do you know what i mean i don't know if Mm -hmm. that makes sense but like yeah she plays the victim yeah i think and at first i liked taylor because not even liked i didn't really have like an opinion on her like i didn't think she was mean girl when jess interrupted because i was like "Mm, i would be rightfully pissed as well because that was kind of a crappy oh, absolutely. move for her to do. Especially on night one. I'm like, girl, it's night one. You need to hold your horses. And that really irritated me watching it. And how she just kind of stood there and like completely bombarded. And I feel like I would have had the same reaction. Um, where I would have just been like fed up. And been like so annoyed at Jess. But then as it showed like more of her interviews throughout the night and her personality, I agree. I felt like she was more mm-hmm. mean girl. So I also like, I don't like either of them really. Same. So again, we'll just have to see how the season plays out. I'm anxious to see how everyone goes, but I feel like, um, also we need to talk about the sisters. I <gasps> feel like that is just so annoying. Why would you do that? I literally do I not understand know. like what, and the comments like she was so mad that um she her sister got the first rose and then she got the last rose and i'm like i just feel like they are going to butt heads and then it's going to Mm -hmm. affect their relationship with joey i don't see them getting like very far Mm -mm. me either i feel like it's kind of just on there for like more of the hype of it all and to keep people engaged and i feel like the one of them will probably get sent home soon Mm -hmm. if not both um, although I did feel like the, maybe it was just me and just when I was watching, maybe I wasn't paying attention, but I felt like the younger sister, when she kissed him, I feel like she definitely like made the move. Like yeah. she wanted to like kiss him yeah. and he wasn't really going for it until like she kissed him. <laughs> Awkward. So, um, I will say the one thing that I didn't like, I felt like he kissed every girl. He I was did. like, which I like him. And I feel like he said multiple times, like, I'm a one woman guy, but, and he was like, I'm nervous about like kissing multiple girls. But then he literally kissed so many of them. I which know. I, I was... also understand, but I was just like, bro. <laughs> I was really shocked that he kissed like literally every single girl. I was like, oh, so we're, we're doing this, which I mean, I guess if you're like trying, if like you're trying to understand chemistry and like, yeah, if you get that spark and if you don't, then you know, the door's that yeah. way. But also I was like, dang, on, fir- on the first night, 
I know. That's well, kind of crazy. Well, I was watching, um, he did an interview on Caitlin Bristow's um, podcast called, I think it's called Off the Vine. Oh, yes. And um, I, like, saw a clip of it on TikTok, and then I went and watched the whole thing, because I just wanted to, like, watch more mm-hmm. and, like, know more about him, and, which I really enjoyed. You should watch, by the way, but um he they did talk about that and she was saying like is there a record (laughs) like is this a record or like did they keep track of how many and supposedly he kissed seven girls which i think they said it was like the kissing record for first night but i'm not positive but also seven out of 32 is not a lot of girls it probably just seemed like it when we were watching but also he was basically saying kind of what you just said like you need to know if there's chemistry there and um like he's like if I'm in the moment and I feel it and there's chemistry then like it's just important to know so um some of the girls mm-hmm. I think he could have gone without kissing like Jess she gave it he she yeah, in there she I said agree. I got a little smoochy poo that was uncalled yeah. for <laughs> I was that like was girl honestly kind of cringe I was it like was so cringe you're done the door is yeah. out way girlfriend Okay, well, I'm ex- we're excited for the rest of the season, and we'll keep you guys up to date with um, our thoughts. But um, what is your favorite product of the month? Um, okay, so I was telling Gabby, I don't really have a new one. I have a repeat, but I'm going to elaborate. It's my aura <laughs> ring. I'm not going to go into all the depth of it, but it. the more that I have been wearing my aura ring – the more like insights on my body it's giving me because it's getting more baselines. So it's been really interesting to see. I don't remember if I talked about this last time, um, but it shows like my stress. Um, So it shows like when I'm super stressed during certain parts of the day. So you can identify triggers, which I think is super um, just like good to know, just helpful in how to like control those triggers and control your stress. But then also the coolest thing to me, and I was showing Gabby the other day, I don't know, I just become a science nerd with this or a ring, which is so <laughs> funny because I'm really not usually into this stuff, but it showed like your natural circadian rhythm, which is like your internal body clock. And so it tells you like based off of the data that it's collected from the past, however many months I've been wearing it, um, it shows you like when you're most productive and it shows you like when you should naturally be sleeping. So mine says I'm a late morning person, which adds up. And it says, like, I should be going to bed, like, at 11 and sleep until 8, which unfortunately is not possible because I work out in the morning and go to work. But ideally, it says, like, I should take advantage of, like, the late mornings and that's when I should work out. And just different things like that I think is really cool. Um, I've already talked about how it's, like, been nice to track my cycles. Um, So I'm getting more, like, insights on that and, like, my fertility and all of that to use as birth control, which has been really cool. Um... And then, of course, like my sleep, it's just been so nice because I'm like, oh, my gosh, why do I feel like crap today? I'm so tired. I'm dragging. And I see that I actually only got six hours and 30 minutes of sleep. But I'm like, oh, that would be why I feel like garbage. <laughs> but yeah, so I know I've already talked about the aura ring. Next month, I'll have something new and fresh. But just it's been so cool to see like all the new stats as like I continue to wear it. So aura ring is my favorite. I definitely recommend and I feel like I can make a fair recommendation now that I've had it for a certain amount of time so no yeah I think I think that was a good product of the month because you're able to see like or you were able to speak to the actual like the actual the actuality of the product Mm -hmm. and give your 
firm review on it because now you do have the baseline metrics. Um, so I think that was that was a fair thing. And nice to know that you have a good experience with it because I have seen mixed reviews on the Aura Ring. Um, so really? and I yeah, I guess like it I mean it just depends on like your body, I'm sure, and like what's important for you to see and what's not. But yeah, I have seen like mixed reviews on people saying like it's not accurate or it's like they don't I don't know. It's just like not for them. So, but again, everybody yeah. is is very different. I think um, if you were to use it for workouts, if you like, you use an Apple Watch. I don't think it's worth it in that sense. Oh like, yeah, if that's that, what you're yeah, looking for, sure. for. That's what I wouldn't recommend it for because it does track that kind of stuff. But I don't know how accurate it is, and I also don't feel like it. Like you can't check it like an Apple Watch of like, oh, I've been working out this long and I burned this many calories and blah, blah, blah. It's not like that. So yeah. I wouldn't recommend it for that. But Yeah, absolutely. I personally will, will probably never get an aura ring just for the firm fact of I would hate to have it on my finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, a, um, it is an adjustment. But that's a very like a high maintenance thing for me to, to say. Um, also, I just like, I don't know. I, like, care about my health, um, but I think I would get, like, so fixated. One thing about me is that I will fixate on something, and then it will become a toxic... <laughs> Literally. I, it will become, a, like, it will become almost very toxic for me. Yeah. Um, so I have to protect my peace in some, in some cases, um, but maybe down the line when I'm, like... Maybe I should track some, some – maybe I should track my health better than uh, maybe I will. But yeah, I'm glad that this is your journey, and I'm glad you're enjoying it. Thank you. <laughs> well, I mainly got it for, like, birth control reasons. And oh, absolutely. The other I stuff think, is just definitely a bonus. Yeah, I think that would be, like, the main reason as to, like, why I would get it is to track mm-hmm. my – um to track my, my cycles and ovulations um, and things of that nature rather than, like – my sleep and my energy levels, which yeah. Liam has that on his his Garmin, and I think it's so interesting to look at. But anyways, uh, my favorite product is Korean skincare. I – one thing I'm, like, very into this month and something I want to, like, kind of perfect this year is my skincare routine – and I've just seen so much about Korean skincare, and um, I kind of was, like, doing some research and seeing, like, what products would work with my skin. And so I've been implementing um, just, like, s- s- a couple products in my in my routine, and I definitely have seen a difference in my skin, um, which mm-hmm. has been, like, so crazy because I feel like... I mean, I've been using kind of the same products for a few years now. Um, My skin is so sensitive, so I'm scared to, like, change it up Um, That because I know that I'd get some sort of reaction. And I did get a reaction, but, like, in a positive way. So (laughs) I have been on my skincare journey. So I have been using the Anua 77 Heartleaf Toner which you can get on Amazon. Um, I also know that Costco, I did not know this, but Costco has a different, a different line. I think it's called like Costco next or something. And you can purchase, um, different products on their website for literally half the cost. And there are popular Korean skincare lines that are under there. So I'll have to check that out. But 
I think I paid like 20 bucks for the toner and then I just ordered um, a facial cleanser because I just ran out of mine. So I'm going to implement another Korean skincare into my into my lineup. So that is my that's my my fave product of the of the month. Wow, we are just a couple health and wellness girlies. <laughs> I know. Just call this the health and wellness pod. That's going to be our new tagline instead of arts and whateverness right Please. now. Oh, I was going to ask you, have you seen, have you, has your aura ring tarnished at all yet? No, not at all. Oh, good. It, it's gotten a few scratches on the bottom, but that's mm-hmm. because I've worn it sometimes when I lift weights. I don't know if you can see, but it's like I feel not like bad. I, I feel like I saw somewhere where you can get like a cover for your aura ring. You can. You can. Okay. I need to get one. But I have seen that the gold one tarnishes more. Yes, I have heard that But the too. silver doesn't really tarnish. Which is so. funny because isn't the gold one like way mm, more it's expensive? It's like $200 more expensive. Yeah. That's, That's why I didn't crazy. get the gold. So... But I actually like wow. the silver, so it's fine. Well, I like the silver, too. It matches your wedding ring, so yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Okay, well, should we get into the meat and the potatoes? Yes. Of Let's our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I love how we say that every time, the meat and the potatoes. <laughs> um, well, today, like we said, we're chatting about um, loneliness and FOMO, and um, I feel like this is such a relatable topic for so many people, um, especially mm-hmm. for those that are in their 20s. I yeah. feel like, and this kind of touches back on a previous podcast that we have talked about, um, friendships um, and the importance of friendships and just like how hard it is in your 20s post-college to make friends. And yeah. um, so hard. I think like after college, I feel like everyone kind of goes through a chapter in their lives of loneliness or like seasons in their life of loneliness or experiencing maybe feeling like they're left behind or mm-hmm. um, some sort of FOMO. So want to start out with like your experience with loneliness and kind of what that season of life like looked for you. Yeah, so when I first graduated college, I was really lost. That was probably the darkest Mm -hmm. time of my life, I would say. Probably, like, I really think I was depressed because, number one, I had freaking mono. Oh, my gosh, (laughs) I forgot about that. I moved into (gasps) a new apartment, and I thought I was just tired from working a full-time job for the first time in my life. And, no, I had mono. So I was super sick. I was, like, super exhausted. But even just beyond that, like, I hated my job. It's so hard to find a job out of college. So even like now, I think if I were to look for a new job, which I'm not, but if I were, I feel like it's just like such a hard process, especially at this point in our lives when we're like so new to the the corporate world or like the career world. So if that's something you're going through, you're not alone. (laughs) I struggled so hard to find a job when I graduated college. Um, Don't even get me started on the freaking job job. market. (laughs) I know. I was struggling so bad. I hated my current job. I was looking for a new job and I felt like I had no experience. So that made me feel like crap about myself. And Gabby was living in Florida at the time and I was still in Indiana because she was um, working for Disney. Um, And I went from being with my other two friends, Mandy and Hannah, and my boyfriend at the time, now husband, Dan, every day to 
being by myself every day, going to work and then coming back home and not having any friends because my friends all moved away. Gabby was in Florida and Dan was um, also like 35 minutes away still where we went to college because he was still in school. And I just remember feeling so alone and so depressed um, until Gabby literally moved back and then like, my <laughs> life turned up <laughs> and I found a new job and um, everything like that. But um, it was, it's just a really hard time in your life and you don't know, like it's such an uncertain time in your life. And I felt like I went through kind of the same thing again, right. When I moved to Florida, because I didn't know anyone, I didn't have a job. Um, only Dan was here, but he was working. And then like, even when I found a job, like I didn't have friends right away and he was working night shift. So I spent all of my time alone. It felt like, cause Dan and I were like ships in the night. Like we were on completely opposite schedules. So it was just really hard. Um, but I do feel like we all go through periods of our life like that. Um, so if you're feeling like that, you're not alone, but it, it is really hard. I don't say that to like I don't know, negate those feelings because it's a super hard time. Yeah, I definitely agree. And um, I feel like post-grad is so, I feel like it's almost a dark time for everyone because you are so mm-hmm. used to living with your friends or living close to them and just being near your your friend group and just being around people all the time and then you're immediately taken away from that situation and kind mm-hmm. of plopped into reality and real life and it's such a wake-up call I feel like for everyone because in college I feel like you kind of live in this bubble and then when you're taken out of it you're like oh my gosh reality is kind of slapping me in the face and then yeah. putting on top of everyone kind of goes their separate ways. They either move home or they get married and they they live with their significant other and they're living in a different state or um, they're working all the time or whatever it may be. And I feel like that's when, like that's definitely probably one of the first seasons of loneliness that I have experienced and you just expressed that you experienced of like, wow, they're like all of my friends are not in the in like one place Mm -hmm. and I feel like when you moved away I didn't so much feel it as hard as you did after college because I was living in Disney and I or like Florida working for Disney and I was surrounded Mm -hmm. by like my group of friends there and then when I moved back I was I lived with my fiance Liam and then I at the time and then you were there too and you were living in the near uh, my apartment complex and then you ended up moving Mm -hmm. in the same apartment complex so it was a very seamless transition I feel like mine hit right after you moved um that was probably the lowest time for me um because I literally didn't have like anyone around me other than Liam um and that kind of like brings me to the my next point of when you are in your 20s like your mid-20s it's hard because I feel like everyone is kind of in different life stages like Mm -hmm. some people are single some people are married some people are having kids especially like the college that we went to there were a lot of people that were already married and they were already on their second kid like um and so 
I feel like you can be friends, obviously, with people in different life stages, but I feel like it creates obstacles when trying to find time to hang out or spend time together. Mm -hmm. And so that I felt like made it more challenging to hang out with people because the people that were here were in different life stages than I was. Um, And the only other person that I was really, really close to that was in the same life stage as me was you and you were miles and miles away. And I felt like that was really, that was a really hard adjustment for me because at that point in time, we had been together like probably every single day since freshman year and then have that immediately taken away and then not have anyone to fall back on. Like, I love Liam. Like, don't get me wrong, but (laughs) there is a difference. Girl time is so, so important because like, I don't know. I mean, I could do fun things with Liam, but it's just different when you're like with your girlfriends and Mm -hmm. hanging out. And so I feel like that's kind of when I was like really lonely um, at that point. And then it just kind of went in waves after that, because one thing about where I live currently is that it's not a place that you move to. It's a place that you grow like born and raised here you grow up here and so everyone Mm -hmm. kind of has like their own like friend group and they're not looking to expand or like make new friends and so then it that makes it even more challenging to be like well for sure like i I could try to make friends but it's hard because like no one wants to let anyone new in and i feel like that's when i started i feel like it was probably a couple years ago where it started back up again where i was like wow i feel really really lonely I think it was like end of 2022 through the majority honestly of 2023 was a really hard like dark time for me because I felt so I don't think I've ever felt like so alone and there were so many times where I would like cry to Liam and be like I feel so lonely like I don't have anyone here physically to spend time with and I felt bad because, like, there are girls here that I could, you know, hang out with and reach out to, but I think it goes back to, like, we're in different stages of life and, like, our schedules are so Mm -hmm. crazy. So there's just so many obstacles that kind of, like, fell in within that time that, like, made me feel that way. Yeah. No, I get that. It's definitely really hard and, like, making new friends. We talked about it and a few episodes back but making friends is just really hard and finding people that like it's like dating like you really have to find your people and sometimes you date Mm -hmm. for lack of a better word friends and it doesn't work out or you don't feel like they connect on like the same level as you so I totally get that it's it's definitely challenging and like you said like life is just busy and it's just really hard so it is it's so hard and um I do think though like I was uh, listening to a podcast it was, it was a sermon and he was saying how um I feel he was saying how God puts you in a season of loneliness to push him towards him and to create that relationship so mm-hmm. I am grateful in that aspect because I do think that in that season of loneliness, I was really able to work on my faith, my relationship with God. I was able to work on like Mm -hmm. myself. Um, And I like looking back at 2022, the beginning of 2023, I definitely feel like not the person that I was. Um, 
And I feel like I find I can like romanticize my loneliness a little bit better Mm -hmm. than I did before. Whereas, you know, Liam would go hang out with his friends and then I would get so sad about it because I would be like, Mm -hmm. well, I wish I could go hang out with my friends. Like I wish I could go out to dinner and have a girl's date with my friends or like I just wish I had friends here. Um, And I feel like it's just – no, I feel like no one really talk. I mean, people talk about it, but I don't think people are like really talk about like how dark it can get to feel alone post grad when all mm-hmm. of your friends are kind of like doing their own thing or living in different states and making new friends is so hard, especially because the fear of rejection <laughs> has caused mm-hmm. me so much has caused me like not to be the person to reach out which is a fault of my own where I'm like I could definitely reach out to that person to hang out but then I'm scared of like rejection or the fear of not fitting in if it's a group of people or the fear of them not understanding me which again those are all um (laughs) those are all personal problems that are (laughs) these are all me problems yeah (laughs) no but it's true and one thing I would say too and those seasons of life and something I've had to cling on to like even when I've gone through dark phases like that is loneliness is so real and many like you can feel like you have so many friends around you and you can still feel lonely mm-hmm. and I feel like loneliness is something that people battle all the time even if you have people around you even if you're married whatever I remember feeling lonely when I was in college and I was surrounded by my friends because all my friends were in relationships and then I was single and then I found Dan and I was surrounded by all you guys and it was great in college but then I graduated Mm -hmm. and I had Dan and I didn't have any friends so I was lonely in that stage then I moved to Florida and I was married and I was so happy but then like I was lonely in that stage even though I had Dan because I didn't know anyone else and I feel like even now that I've like made friends here loneliness is still something that happens like if Dan's gone or if I like I'll see people this goes to the whole FOMO thing I'll see like friends like posting they're all together and I'm friends Mm -hmm. with all those people but I'm not there and loneliness is something Mm -hmm. like I've had to just learn that is just like something that we all experience throughout life even if you feel like you have so many people around you or whether you don't I feel like loneliness is something that always creeps back in in different formats or different fonts if you will yes so and I just remember like when I moved here I was like I was so lonely in Indiana before you moved back and I thought the cure to this would like being be being with Dan or like when I was in college I remember being so lonely and I thought the cure would be like if I had a boyfriend but then I moved to Florida I was like I'm married and I have my husband and this is what I dreamed of so much but Mm -hmm. then I'm still lonely so it's definitely something like we as people like not you and me but like everyone has to kind of like learn how to deal with because it's always gonna sneak around Sneak its little out. head around from us. But I definitely yeah. think that's like a good point, especially with FOMO. I have it is such a struggle for I feel like I wasn't someone to struggle with FOMO. And I, I, I definitely feel like it's not an everyday thing, but there are definitely moments where especially when I am in a season of loneliness or like I am feeling those emotions and then I see my friends hanging out with other people, mm-hmm. I'm like a I'm like why wasn't I invited or like if I wasn't invited because you know this that or the other I'm like why can't I have that right yeah 
No, I totally get that. I feel like when I first moved here and I first started making friends, I really struggled with FOMO a lot because I was like, oh, all these people are hanging out and I know all them, but like they didn't invite me. And so I'd be like, well, why didn't I get invited? Why am I not there? And I feel like one thing I've like really done a good job of is like letting go of that over the past like year since I've been here. And I feel like I don't struggle in foam with FOMO in that way anymore because I think about like what I would be doing if I was there. Cause there have been times where I am invited and then there's times when I'm there and I'm like, what am I even doing here? Like I just <laughs> yeah. want to go home. Like my introvert is like, I'm actually so much happier. So then yeah. like now I look at those times, like when I see other people posting that type of stuff, I'm like, I am content because I know that like I'm also like happier here being with my husband or I'm happier here being alone and just like spending time with my dog or whatever. And I think that that's something like I've learned. Um, Now, don't get it twisted. If I saw you, Mandy and Hannah hanging out and I was in Florida (laughs) and you guys were all in Indiana, I would have FOMO so bad because I do get FOMO for that. (laughs) I actually wanted to talk a little bit about like whenever um, (laughs) I struggle so much with FOMO in those situations that I remember like during my wedding season, like my wedding weekends, I struggled with, it was my own wedding and I struggled with FOMO so bad because like during the rehearsal, Gabby, Mandy and Hannah are all hanging out together (laughs) and they're like, go sit with your fiance. You're getting married tomorrow. I'm like, I don't want to. I want to hang out with you guys. And then like during the reception, you guys are like, Hannah, I remember Hannah being like, go dance with your husband. I'm like, I don't want to. I want to dance with you guys. You guys are my friends. Like this is a party. Like Dan can go dance with his friends. I want to dance with you guys. Like you guys are my friends. And even like after I left the wedding venue, I was like, dang, I have FOMO. I want to be back there cleaning up with them. Like I want to be with my friends and it's just going back to that like girlfriends are so important like you you create those friendships and it's just so it's just so different than like you know a spouse or a boyfriend or whatever and those memories together are so important and I feel like um like my FOMO has now like manifested in a different way where like I feel as if everyone around me is getting pregnant and they're Mm -hmm. all entering this new stage of life. So many of my friends are pregnant right now. So many people I know are pregnant right now and they're younger than me. Some of them are older than me. And I'm like, dang, I'm like, should I be pregnant right now? (laughs) And that's something I struggle with. I'm like, dang, I'm like, Dan and I, we've been married for like almost two and a half years. And you know, like we're going to be in a house soon. I'm like, maybe we should, you know, get pregnant. Like maybe I need to have a kid. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I know that it's not our time. I know that it's God's plan. And I know that like, we are not in a state right now where we want to have kids. We want to get settled. We want to pay off some loans Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. So I just have to go back to kind of like the same situation of like, when I'm when I feel like I'm missing out because I'm not like in this group of friends, like, Oh, but I'm happier here in bed actually. So I need to like think like, Oh yeah. Like they're about to enter a new stage of life, which is very fun and exciting, but they're also going to, you know, have some child to take Mm -hmm. care of. And I'm content right now being selfish and sleeping in and, getting to enjoy those date nights and not having to like rally a child or crying baby, you know? Oh my gosh, that is such a good point. I feel like FOMO, it's funny because I feel like FOMO transforms into different, into different things, like different scenarios because, Mm -hmm. you know, in college we would get FOMO if one of us has class and the other's went to co- go, go get coffee together. But like, obviously there was nothing else for us to do because we had class. Right. Or, um... Now it's, now it's like, oh, people are having kids and well, I want to be in that stage of life. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm struggling with that too, where, um, 
Liam and I have, you know, talked about what that looks like in the timeline and we have, I feel like a good plan in place. And then I hear other people that are already pregnant, getting pregnant, moved up their timeline, whatever it, it is. And then I'm like, well, it, is our timeline correct? Like, should mm-hmm. we be moving it up? Like I, and I, and then I get baby fever because I see all these freaking <laughs> babies and I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, maybe I want a baby right now. But then I, it goes back to the same thing that you were saying is like, well, Liam and I have these goals and we want to be able to like travel a little bit. We want to be able to be selfish and pick up and, and leave whenever we want. Or like we want to be able to, I don't know, like purchase a house and be able to support our child and provide for them in the best ability that we can before, before you know, having having them. So it's just so funny how like as we get older it is it just like transforms and pivots Mm -hmm. and I'm interested to see how FOMO gets like when we have kids where (laughs) it's like we weren't invited to a birthday party or something like that (laughs) I know I know it's crazy um but yeah yeah, FOMO is definitely is definitely so real but I agree in like the sense of yes I I would get FOMO of like, you know, one night I am laying in bed and I know that my body needs it, like needs to rest and to shut down. Mm-hmm. And then I get um, like a text of, hey, do you want to come over and hang out? And even though that I like, even though when I get that text and I see the picture, I'm like, dang, I should have said yes, because now I have FOMO. But yeah, in in hindsight, I know that like I am much happier laying in this bed watching Gilmore mm-hmm. Girls and hanging out with my cats <laughs> and having like me time versus over over exerting myself and not being like the best person I also think it goes back mm-hmm. to like making sure that you are I feel like we are way too old to be hanging out with people that do not fill our cup or yeah not cre- creating a community that is authentic and um, supports and understands our values and our morals and I feel like yes I could hang out with people because like it's just someone to hang out with but then at the end of the day I'm like well that didn't serve me anything like yeah. we didn't have deep conversations or like we didn't have like I I felt drained after that versus I felt like I felt energetic and I felt like it filled my cup. Like the other night I went out to, I went out to, we went to the Pacers game and we went to dinner with another couple, Becca and Hamilton. And after that, I was like, I had so much fun because Becca is a person that is so funny and she like fills my cup and Hamilton, I've known him for like literally ever since beginning of college. So it's those types of people where I'm like, I want to, this is like how I want to spend my time. Whereas there are, you know. Not saying I, I've interacted with these people, but, like, if I were to, it would just be the matter of, like, uh, I have to protect my peace. And, I, yeah, I may feel FOMO and I may feel this, that, or the other, but I know that I'm going to feel better in my bed. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. And I was watching this TikTok the other day, and I thought – I can't remember what her name is, so I can't shout her out, but not that it really matters since we don't have, you know, a million listeners, but <laughs> – 
I was listening to this girl's TikTok and she was talking, she's an influencer and she was talking about how so much of our life is curated for social media, which can be good and can be bad. But it's like, I feel like FOMO has really increased. I feel like this wasn't really a problem until the rise of social media and Instagram and TikTok and whatever. And you see these moments on Instagram and you see these people hanging out and you're like, dang, why wasn't invited? But you also have to remember that these people are posting a highlight reel. They're not posting, you know, maybe something went wrong. Maybe I'm not saying that like everyone who posts is not having a good time, but you don't see like the behind the scenes mm-hmm. and it always looks more fun on social media because they're see- you're seeing what they want you to see. You're not seeing the full story. And I think that's something I have had to remind myself as well as like when I would see these um, posts of these groups of friends hanging out and I know them, but I wasn't invited or a couple girls hanging out and I wasn't invited it's also okay for them to have like alone time like I don't have to be invited to everything but if it's like a group or whatever like I don't see like the chaos of like maybe you know they had to prepare a dish to like come and bring to this gathering and I'm like shoot I know for a fact I don't (laughs) want to do that I don't like to cook so just like things like that you don't see the full picture and um not that like it doesn't mean it's not fun but then like just remembering like when I'm there like sometimes sometimes I'm having a great time and sometimes in the moment I'm like dang like I'm actually not enjoying myself and I just want to be in bed so just remembering like what would I be doing if I was there would I actually be having a good time would I actually be enjoying myself or would I rather be at home would I rather be spending time with my husband and that kind of thing and just remembering that Instagram and TikTok is a highlight reel of people's lives it's not it's not the reality so I think we all have to remind ourselves that whether it's with FOMO or comparison with other relationships or other friendships or just our own personal selves and our bodies and our homes or whatever it is, like we just have to keep that in the back of our mind. I totally agree. I definitely feel like we hang out, like there are some scenarios where it is very curated and it is curated for social media. And I I think that it is always such a great reminder, like we know it, like we know in our subconscious that Instagram, TikTok, social media is just a highlight reel, but sometimes our delusion and like our own insecurities can um overpower that and then yeah. we then feel like left out or we feel left behind or we feel like sad and it's like, well, like you said, like I'm sorry, but pigeons count me out. Count me out. Unless you want, same. Unless you want some sweet Lorenz cookies that are made from a box, then you. That's what I usually bring. But I will not be making a home home cooked meal. Sorry, that's just not my journey. So. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we wanted to end this podcast um, just with a few things, a few ideas of like things you can do or look forward to in your loneliness. So Mm -hmm. instead of you know being like oh dang like I'm alone tonight like I don't have any plans it's Friday night or if you're like me dang I don't have any plans it's New Year's Eve (laughs) and I'm sitting here by myself um well things that you can look forward to and do to romanticize your your life and your loneliness and things you can it switch your perspective from dang I'm alone to like oh I'm looking forward to being alone tonight and having that time by myself 
Yeah. So I'll start. Um, this one's going to be very obvious for me, but I always look forward when I'm alone to reading. Like I find a good book, like whatever your genre is. If you're a fantasy girl like me and want to read about the fairies, <laughs> great. If you're not, if you want to read your romance novels, just kidding. If you want to read mystery or thriller, like find something that you love or you love to read. Um, and look forward to that time. Or maybe it's, you know, if you're a faith-based person, maybe it's like reading the Bible or reading a devotional and like, you're not alone. You can remember that like you're with God and you can like spend that time with God as well. Yeah. And if you are looking for a devotional, I encourage, I, I really recommend New Morning Mercies. Um, I really enjoyed it. It's very short. They're just like daily um, devotions that you can go through. You don't have to follow the date. I don't. Um, but then also like it, it's linked to a, uh, scripture in the Bible, Bible. So you can go back and like read it and understand it with context. So do you have one that you recommend? I know that you have a couple that you've gone through or like that you have like in the pipeline. Um, I'm currently reading the Bible recap. Mm. So it is basically, um, like reading through the whole Bible. So you have like, it's in chronological order or they have like different ones where you can just read like the New Testament, but it's going through, it's like a whole year thing. I'm not like putting pressure on myself to like, yes, I want to read my Bible and my devotional every day, but if I don't, I'm not like going to kick myself and try to make up and read five mm-hmm. passages in once. Cause I feel like that's when I fall off, but it's basically going through the whole Bible chronologically. So it gives you like read this chapter to this chapter and then you read it in the bible and then you go back and you read like a recap of what you just read which is really helpful because we know the bible can be a bit daunting sometimes oh that's interesting um i have i'll have to ask you about that after our podcast because i have seen a lot of good things about that and i've been interested in purchasing it so yeah um okay so a couple things that i like to do is self like treat it as a self-care night and um, watch my favorite mm-hmm. show and maybe take a bubble bath while watching my favorite show. Um, do a face mask. Like there is nothing better than shaving your legs and getting in bed. And oh, nothing better. I that would be the night that I would do it. Um, so just like treating yourself to a night of self care routines and um, using it as a way to recharge your battery. Yeah, I completely agree. Find a show that you really like. Mm-hmm. This goes along with a book, but like a show that you're watching by yourself. Um, or you can watch it with someone else. But that way, like if your husband's gone or something or your significant other, like you can look forward to watching that on your own. You don't have to wait around for them. Yeah. So, or I also recommend like listening to a podcast. I know like a lot of times I struggle when I would struggle with loneliness, I would listen to the What We Said podcast, because it's just nice to, like, mm-hmm. listen to other people talking. And um, I'll do that, like, while I'm doing chores or something if I need to tidy up. So I'm, like, not just sitting there, like, self-loathing. <laughs> I'm, like, actively doing something, being productive, like, around the apartment or around the house or whatever and listening to a podcast so I don't feel alone if I'm having that bit of loneliness. Yeah. Um, it's also something I do a lot to, like, kick that anxiety. I feel like I struggle with anxiety a lot sometimes, like, when I'm driving going somewhere I always put on the podcast because it helps me um like just kind of check out and like focus on something else oh I agree I love podcasts and it feels like you're on FaceTime like with your friends and kind of filling that space with like voices um the best podcast to listen to um is Tea Time yep 
100%. So turn on the Tea Time podcast and you won't have FOMO. No more FOMO. <laughs> no more FOMO. Done. Uh, anything else? Um, no, I think that's it. I mean, find something that you love to do personally and um, use that as a way to spend time alone. And I feel like there is beautiness. There is beautiness? I feel like there is beauty and loneliness. Um, mm-hmm. And just know that if you are going through a season of life or you've gone through a season of life um, of loneliness and FOMO that you're not alone. Uh, Mm -hmm. Chances are the person sitting next to you is going through the same thing or has gone through the same thing. And it's a very common thing to feel. And I kind of feel like it is just a, a written thing in everyone's story. So yeah, we all feel it at one point or another. Yeah. But anyways, we hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Um, if you're feeling generous, follow us. If you're feeling on, funky fresh. If you're feeling funky fresh. Um, follow us on Spotify. Give us a rating and a review, and follow us on social as well. We have all of our um, all of our socials linked in the show notes, both for Tea Time and for myself, Gabby, and Adrian's. So give us a follow. Follow our everyday lives, and yeah, we're so excited for you guys to be here and hope you have a good rest of the week and hope you don't feel any mo fomo yes that's the tagline the end tagline no mo fomo after this podcast (laughs) (laughs) okay well thanks guys we'll see you next week and that's That's the the tea. tea bye bye